0: Good evening, everyone. We are a little bit late with the reading today, but we are still um, moving forward with day number 58. Um, We are going to be starting in Leviticus chapter 20, verse 22, and going through Leviticus 22, verse 16. So we will go on and get started. You are to keep all of my statutes and all my ordinances, and do them so that the land where I am bringing you to live will not vomit you out. You must not follow the statutes of of the nations I am driving out before you, for they did all of these things, and I bored them. And I promised you, you will inherit their land, since I will give it to you to possess a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who set you apart from the peoples. Therefore, you are to distinguish the clean animal from the unclean one, the unclean bird from the clean one. Do not become contaminated by any land, animal, bird, or whatever crawls on the ground. I have set these apart as unclean for you. You are to be holy to me because I, the Lord, am holy, and I have set you apart from the nations to be mine. A man or a woman who is a medium or a spiritist must be put to death. They are to be stoned, and their death is their own fault. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron's sons, the priests, and tell them, A priest is not to make himself ceremonially unclean for a dead person among his relatives, except for his immediate family, his mother, father, son, daughter, or brother. He may make himself unclean for his unmarried virgin sister in his immediate family he is not to make himself unclean for those related to him by marriage and to do so would defile him priests may not make bald spots on their heads shave the edge of their beards or make gashes on their bodies they are to be holy to their God and not profane the name of their God for they present the fire offerings to the Lord and the food for of their God, and they must be holy. They are not to marry a woman defiled by prostitution. They are not to marry one divorced by her husband, for the priest is holy to his God. You are to consider him holy since he presents the food of your God. He will be holy to you because I, the Lord, who sets you apart, am holy. If a priest's daughter defiles herself by promiscuity, she defiles her father, and she must be burned to death. The priest who is high, who is highest among his brothers, who has had the anointing oil poured on his head, and has been ordained to wear the clothes, must not dishevel his hair or tear his clothes. He must not go near any dead person or make himself unclean, even for his father or mother. He must not leave the sanctuary, or he will desecrate the sanctuary of his God, for the consecration of the anointing oil of his God is on him. I am Lord." He is to marry a woman who is a virgin. He is not to marry a widow, a divorced woman, or one defiled by prostitution. He is to marry a virgin from his own people so that he does not corrupt his bloodline among his people, for I am the Lord who sets him apart. The Lord spoke to Moses Tell Aaron, none of your descendants throughout your generations who has physical defect is to come near to present the food of his God. No man who has any def- defect is to come near. No blind man, no lame, no facially disfigured or deformed. No man who has a broken foot or hand, or is a hunchback or dwarf, or has an eye defect, a festering rash, scabs, or a crushed testicle. No descendant of the priest Aaron who has a defect is to come near to present the fire offerings of the Lord. He, he has a defect and is not to come near to present the food of his God. He may eat the food of his God from what is especially holy as well as what is holy. But because he has a defect, he must not go near the curtain or approach the altar. He is not to desecrate my holy place, for I am the Lord who sets them apart. Moses said this to Aaron and to his sons and to all the Israelites. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell Aaron and his sons to deal respectfully with the holy offerings of the Israelites that they have been consecrated to me, so that they do not profane my holy name. I am the Lord. Say to them, if any man from your descendants throughout your generations is in a state of uncleanness uncleanliness yet approaches the holy offerings that the Israelites consecrate to the Lord, that person will be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. No man of Aaron's descendants who has a skin disease or a discharge is to eat from the holy offerings until he is clean. Whoever touches anything made unclean by a dead person or a man who has an emission of semen or whatever touches or whoever touches any swarming creature that makes him unclean or any person who makes them unclean, whatever his uncleanliness, the man Who touches any of these will remain unclean until that evening and is not to eat from the holy offerings, unless he has bathed his body with water. When the sun has set, he will become clean, and then he may eat from the holy offerings, for that is his food. He must not eat an animal that died naturally or was mauled by wild beasts, making himself unclean by it. I am the Lord." They must keep my instruction or they will be guilty and die because they profane it. I am the Lord who sets them apart. No one outside a priest's family is to eat the holy offering. A foreigner staying with a priest or a hard worker is not to eat the holy offering. But if a priest purchases someone with his own silver, that person may eat it. And those born of his house may eat this food. If the priest's daughter is married to a man outside the priest's family, she is not to eat from holy contributions. But if the priest's daughter becomes widowed or divorced, has no children, and returns to her father's house as in her youth, she may share her father's food, but no outsider may share it. If anyone eats a holy offering in area, he is to add a fifth to its value and give the holy offering to the priest. The priest must not profane the holy offerings the Israelites have given to the Lord by letting people eat their holy offerings and having them bear the penalty of restitution. For I am the Lord who sets them apart. Okay. Now we will be moving to Mark in the New Testament. And we'll be reading chapter 9, verses 1 through 29. Then he said to them, Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God come in power. After six days Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves to be alone. He was transfigured in front of them, and his clothes became dazzling, extremely white, as no launderer on earth could have whitened them. Elijah appeared to them with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it's good for us to be here. Let us set up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, because he did not know what to say since they were terrified. A cloud appeared overshadowing them, and a voice came from the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to... Tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead, they kept this word to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. Then they asked him, "Who do the scribes say that elijah why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Elijah does come first and restores all things. He replied, "Why then is it written that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be treated with contempt?" But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they did whatever they pleased to him, just as it is written about him. When they came to the disciples, they saw a large crowd gathering around them and scribes disputing with them. When the, when the whole crowd saw him, they were amazed and ran to greet him. He asked them, What are you arguing with them about? Someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought, you, I brought my son to you. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they couldn't. He replied to them, You unbelieving generation, how long will I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring him to me. So they brought the boy to him. When the spirit saw him, it immediately threw the boy into convulsions. He fell to the ground, rolled around, foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening to him, Jesus asked his father. From childhood, he said, and many times it has thrown him into into fire or water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can, everything is possible for the one who believes immediately the father of the boy cried out i do believe please help my unbelief when jesus saw that a crowd was quickly gathering he rebuked the unclean spirit saying to it you mute deaf spirit i command you come out of him and never enter into him again and then it came out shrieking and throwing him into terrible convulsions the boy became like a corpse so many said he's dead But Jesus, taking him by the hand, raised him and he stood up. After he had gone into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive it out? And he told them, This can come, this kind can come out of nothing but prayer. Now we will move to Psalm 43, verses 1 through 5. Vindicate me, God, a champion, and champion my cause against an unfaithful nation. Rescue me from the deceitful and unjust person, for you are the God of my refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about in sorrow because of my enemy's oppression? Send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Then I will come to the altar of God, to God. My greatest joy, I will praise you with the lyre, my God, O my God. Why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise Him, my Savior and my God. And for our last verse of the night, we will be doing Proverbs, chapter ten, verse eighteen. The one who conceals hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. Thank you so much for joining us once again for this day. Um, Again, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.